11 lines down, second word on the line. What's the difference between if she spit or if she read? Why does when she spit, it makes spitting without doing chalitza, she now is unfit to the brothers, but just doing the reading of what she should read without doing the chalitza does not make her unfit to the brothers. What's the difference? The Kriya, which is done typically at the beginning and at the end, it's not going to, nobody's going to make a mistake and think that there actually was a Chalitza done, right? But spitting, which has not been at the beginning of the act and is only done at the end, so there might have been more of a concern that people will get confused and think that there actually was a chalitza done here previous, prior to the actual spitting. But also the Mishrei chalitza la'achan, they will come to think that a chalitza is permitted to the brothers to do yibam. But since the reading is typically done before the spitting, if someone sees the spitting taking place, they'll assume that there, there was a, a chalitza done. those who say, this is what he said. Yibama sherekaka tachlitz. Yibama who spits can also do chalitza. She doesn't need to spit another time. Like what happened to Yavama comes in front of Rabami. She spits before she takes off the Yavam shoe. Rabami says to him, Let her do the Chalitza and then let her go. She doesn't need to spit again, even though she actually is supposed to spit afterwards. And here she didn't spit afterwards. But still, the halacha is that you're allowed to just let her, the spinning beforehand is ultimately still going to be yaitza, your, your mitzvah. So the Gemara says, and in this case, um, so the Gemara says, what do you mean? You needed to spit. But she did spit. Let her spit again. Why are you saying that it's not necessary to spit again? Nothing mean that it actually could come out a, a bad thing could come out of it. Yeah, I'm at the hadder, because if you say she should go back and spit again, I'm a rekikik the maisa less for mashasha. Then people might come to think that the first spitting doesn't do anything. Vasi the mishra, and they'll come to think that a chalitza, or sorry, vasi the mishra chalutza, and they'll come to think that a chalutza is permitted to the brothers. Right. So the gemara says, tachlitz and be'ina. And he permitted her to do to do chalitza and then to let her go and doesn't need to spit again. So Rabbi said, "Why do you have to spit?" Mar said, "She did spit." Mara says, let her spit again. What's the concern? The concern is that people will think that the original spitting doesn't accomplish anything. And they'll come to think that a chalutza is permitted to the brothers to do yibam to even after chalitza. Rabbi? Rabbi mm-hmm. Does chalitza have a, a definite meaning, whether taking off the shoe, spitting, or saying the psochim? Or is it all three together? That's a good question. Yeah, so it's, it's all three together. It's the act of chalitza is all three of them. Um, the word chalitz, we said earlier, the word chalitz is associated with the removal of a shoe. But when we talk about, it's kind of like saying like, uh, I'm trying to think of a mashal, of a good way to explain this. Chalitza is the act of taking off the shoe in, in the micro level. But on the macro level, it's the general process, including all the steps of the process. All right, all right. Yeah. 
The Gemara says, and it has to be done in the proper order. Whether it's done in the proper order or not, it's not going to invalidate it. He thought at the time that he was just pushing him off. He went out and he looked and he found that indeed so it was put in the Brisa. Whether taking off the shoe happens before the spitting, whether the spitting happens before the taking off of the shoe. Masha also also what is done is done and it's valid after the fact. Levi Nafik Likriyasa. Levi goes out to visit the towns. Bo Mina, and they asked him three questions. A woman whose hand was amputated because she took chalitza with her teeth. Yavama Shurikaka Damamahu. What's the lach of the Yavama spits blood? Aval Agid Lacha Esavashos Biksav Emes. How will I declare to you that which is already written in the seal of truth? Does this imply that there's something which is written in the Torah that's not, not Emes? It really means he doesn't have an answer. He went and asked the base match. I'm related to the Miksev Achaltsaviyade. Let's say that she needs to take it off with her hand. Miksev Yarka, right? And doesn't say that he needs to split saliva. But the question of that, how can I declare to you that which is written in the writing of truth when seemingly everything else is there's something that's written in the Nevi'im or the Torah that's not Emes? One is talking about a case where there was a psaq that Hashem said there's a punishment happening and there was an oath taken by God that it would take place. And one was where he did not take an oath. So if Hashem says something good is going to happen, whether he takes an oath or not, it will come to pass. If Hashem says something bad is going to happen, it can still be averted as long as he didn't yet take an oath. If he takes an oath, then it cannot be averted. How do I know that if Xardin has an oath with it, it is not going to be annulled? Therefore, I have sworn to the house of Eli. That the sin of Eli's house is not going to be taken away with either a sacrifice or an offering forever, ever. It's not going to be taken away with a sacrifice or an offering. But it can be wiped away with words of Torah. It cannot be wiped away with, with the carbonus, but it can be wiped away with, with um, acts of kindness. Previously already, the rabbi and Abaya were descendants of the house of Avi. And really, they should have died young. They were Kahanim, and they should have died young because the descendants of the house of Avi were Kahanim, died young because of the sin that he didn't rebuke his sons. Rabbi, who was busy learning Torah, he lived 40 years, which is longer than expected. They would die at 18 years old, the boys. Maybe you're from the, the household of Eli. That everybody from this house are going to die when they're boys. And they started calling him the the um the Mishpacha of Yechanon based because of the fact that he helped them live. How do you know that a divine decree against the congregation is not sealed? And in it's not sealed. If you wash with the net there and you had you use a lot of soap, still your sin is uh, marked down in front of me. How do you know that even if it's been sealed, it can still be annulled if it's a public uh, decree? Who is like a Shemar God that is with us whenever 
we call out to him, right? What is the nation that is, is uh, so what's his name? So um, beloved that we know that we call out Hashem, Hashem will listen. What do you mean? It also says that seek Hashem when he can be found. So one place it says Hashem listens to us, and one place it says seek Hashem when he can be found. So one answer is, this is the answer the says here, and the Gemara Numa also says this, that the difference is, is it a Xardin of the Yachid or Xardin of the Tzibar? Xardin of the Yachid only can be annulled easily during the 10 days of repentance. Xardin of the Tzibar, Yachid, Amas, when is the Tzibar able to find, when is the individual able to find Hashem and, and invalidate or annul the decree? That's 10 days of Yom Roshan Kippur. Because it's not possible to have blood without any saliva. It might have been assumed that blood that comes out from your mouth or from your organ is tame. It says his issue is tame. But not blood. Only, only the special thing called zap. Like Asha Khan says, this is a case where, where she's um, where she's sucking in, and therefore some saliva will end up getting mixed in the blood. And here is where the blood is flowing without actually being sucked and forced out forcefully, and then there will not be any saliva. Mishnah continues, they're analyzing the Mishnah, right? Tomorrow is continuing. A deaf mute had Khalitza done to him. I'm going to view the Marab, Zudivir Amir, words of Ramir. And Ramir holds that it works, but that the chalitza of a katan does not do the trick. It continues the Mishnah. It's written man and excluding a, man, a child. We compare the woman to the man. Man is written in the Torah. Since it says only man explicitly in the Torah implies a gadol, but a woman doesn't make a difference. The person who is davening has to direct his eyes towards the base of Mikdash. And it says, And my eyes and my heart will be there always. That's Hashem says to B'nai Yisrael. And the other one says, His eyes should be towards the heavens above. And it says, let us lift up our heart with our hand. In the meantime, Shmuel, son of Abiyasi, joins us. Amalui says, What are you guys talking about? What's the hack? This is my father said. Someone who is davening needs to look towards the base of Mikdash, and his heart has to be directed towards heaven. You have to fulfill these two psukhams. Adachi also Rebbe Lomitzvos. Then Rebbe came in and ready to give shir. In the Dahave Kalili, the Sivu B'Tuchtayu, they were they were quick on their feet. They jumped up. Shmuel Barbiesi Agav Yukre Ave Mitzvah Azol because he was not so light. It took him a long time to get to his seat. Amar Lei. So Avdan says to him, Mi Uzeh She Mafseya Al Rashi Am Kedesh. Who is this man? Is walking over the the holy people? It looks like Rabbi Shmuel is stepping over them. Are you able to prepare for Rebbe? Are you an appropriate candidate? And is Maisha fit to Is your rabbi a god? 
So Rabbi got what he deserved when he said, your master and not my master, right? So what does this mean? This means that Rabbi, Rabbi had not taught Abda, his, his, his student, properly because the student felt that it was okay to embarrass him. So Yavama comes in front of Rabbi. Go and examine her to see if she is an adult. After he went out, the only thing it says in the Torah is a man has to be an adult man if the, for the chalitza to be done. But the woman, whether she's an adult or a minor, the chalitza works. Come back. So you don't need to check her anymore. The elders already taught that a woman is a minor can still do chalitza. Commits Abdan, so Abdan's walking back to Svata Asi and he comes back. Wherever the holy people need, he's able to walk over the heads of the holy people. Somebody is not necessary to the holy people. Why are you allowed to walk over the heads of the holy people? Stay right where you are, don't go back to your place. Tanoya was taught by Abdan. Abdan became a Mitzayra. And his two sons drowned. And his two daughters Blessed is Hashem who caused, who caused Abdan to be put to shame in this world. Rami says, From the words of Rebbe, we learned. Who's a minor can still do Chalitza while she's still a Puta, six or seven. We're only up until the age where our vows are valid, right? is that she can do this. Um, she can do this until she actually brings two pubic hairs. It says the Yivama does chalitza in front of two people. does not follow that even two people is okay. You need three. already said this once. Chalitza. If you do chalitza in front of three people, trichi, it's necessary to say it twice. If you only said the first case, I would have thought to say, that's only initially. But after the fact, even two is sufficient. And that even after the fact, two is not enough. It's not like them at all, even after the fact. If we would have said that is not like this fear, but it's rather like the first first so I would have said that only after the fact two is 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 only after the fact three is okay, but ideally you even need five. Three plus that's why you need to say both that three is the the maximum for ideal, and also that without three it doesn't work at all. So once having a man does chalitza, when it's just him and her, and it's in the base I assume. it's just between them two. I mean, how would we know? They're able to witness it from the outside. Let's say the chalitza was done outside, and the story was came in front of Rabbi Kiva who was in, in jail. Or is it or is the maizah that they did chalitza between them and themselves in the Beis HaSurin? The incident happened while in jail. And the story also came to Rabbi, while, not Rabbi, Rabbi Kiva, while he was in jail. That is uh, this story. And we will continue. Tomorrow night for Ezra Shem and Dap Kovav 106. Take care, guys. Beautiful. Yeah.